welcome to Kareem and the Coach, featuring your hosts Kareem Rush and the coach Eric Newman. With their unique insights and connections, you never know who'll stop by or what's on the game plan. The one thing we can guarantee is some exciting combo. It's time to check ball. Now here's Kareem and the coach. Friday afternoon, April 6th. 2018. He is Kareem Rush. I'm the coach, Eric Newman. We are on the eve of the NBA playoffs, and we are. I am devastated, my friend. Just I, you know, brother. Devastated. I feel your, I feel your pain. This has been a, that was a huge thing, you guys. Title chance for this year, but like I said, it was all you guys are always playing with, you know, with house money this year. But you know, you guys did you know put up a good fight, but you know, losing Uncle Drew is it's tough. So I feel your pain, brother. Agree on the house money. I've been trying to tell myself that it just would have been so interesting and fun to see Kyrie and Marcus Smart return in the second round with the possibility of facing LeBron James. Well, I mean, now we can kind of let the young guys kind of get some experience, get that playoff experience that they you never had. You know, some of these guys might have to step up and, you know, be that, you know, that number one option, you know, between, you know, Tatum and, and Jalen. You know, you'll give them some valuable experience going on to next year. And you never know what can happen. You know, they will have home see, court. See, you're, you're impersonating the coach right now. You're on the coaching side. I'm on the devastated fan side. I, I, am, yeah. I am not going to act my age today. I'm going to be very moody. Uh, I mean, they may have to play John Wall, Bradley Beal, and the Washington Wizards in the first round with no Smart or no Kyrie. I mean, this could That's be tough. over very very quickly and i'm having flashbacks i'm having flashbacks to kg's injury he was never the same after that i'm, I'm having you know you want to go historical here for a moment and you know i'm, I'm straight off a fresh cup of afternoon coffee so i'm, I'm really locked in <laughs> historically for a franchise that is the the all-time winniest franchise in the nba and obviously, it's it's a very close one to Celtics one and Lakers two. Let's not forget that. But they've had some really devastating injuries to great talents on the eve of the playoffs or in the playoffs that have taken championship hopes away. You can, Kareem, you can go back to the days of John Havlicek in nineteen seventy three. Man, you are really you somber what, today, bro. What the Knicks fans? There, you, you, and, and, and this is kicking. This is kicking a dead horse, but beating a dead horse. Excuse me, but this is this is kicking a, a franchise while they're down. But there's there's no mercy here. The Knicks won their last title in 1973, and the Celtics won 68 games that year. John Havlicek dislocates his shoulder in the playoffs, and the Knicks barely squeak by in seven, and then win the title. It, it, it's it's you're so close. And now it's another long offseason and hoping Kyrie returns as Kyrie and Gordon Hayward will finally play. And uh, that's all I could hope for, I guess, right? I mean, I guess, you know, as a fan, I mean, like I said, you just got to, like I said, you got to find a silver lining things. You know, I know that's hard right now, but, you know, I saw some video of Gordon running. Uh, and, you know, I read about Kyrie's injury. It just kind of seems like, you know, it's pretty minor. just kind of a bacterial infection that's in there. But the knee is, you know, pretty strong. So there's no really worries, you know, for the long-term effects of that injury. 
so like I said, right now, you just got to let these guys get some valuable playoff experience. Uh, you know, you never know what can happen. I don't think they were, you know, you guys definitely had championship aspirations, but, you know, without Gordon, I don't think those are really serious. Uh, you know, people thought that Kyrie could, could definitely lead you guys deep into the playoffs, but, you know, that, that LeBron guy still there, you know, and the way he's playing, you know, that, that would have been a tough, you know, tough out anyway. But, you know, now, like I said, you know, these guys can get some valuable experience, you know, in playoff basketball uh, and kind of, you know, you know, lead up until next year. You know, you're going to have, have a full healthy roster and, you know, you, you guys will definitely be, you know, one of the favorites going into next year. I love I love how poised you've stayed today with 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 my moodiness. I'm just Bill trying to, you know. Bill Build Walton you up. I'm trying to build you up. Foot going to the back-to-back in 1987. Bill Walton breaks his foot. Kendrick Perkins, game six, 2010 finals. Tears up his knee. Celtics losing seven because they can't rebound. It's, 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 a, it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. It's a but, team game. Team game. But, to your point, uh, this young talent has grown up really, really quickly. And uh, the, fu- the future is bright. Um, pivoting I mean, very what if Rozier go out there and average a triple double in the playoff? He might go out there and, and just kill. He may he may pull a rondo. You never know. Yeah. You never know. know. But uh last night, you know, I'm I'm finishing up some you know, some some story work in my producer world. I've got Cavs Wizards on, you know, paying attention at first, and then the Wizards take hold of the game coming out of the uh, of halftime. And I'm saying to myself, okay, Cleveland is about to, you know, fall back to earth a little bit here. We, we're expecting Washington to, to surge with Wall back and everyone seeming to be on the same page. Their body language was good. The chemistry was right. Washington leads 104 to 87 in the fourth quarter. And then yeah. LeBron James just put his head down. It was crazy. I was, I was halfway watching the game, too. I saw, you know, Washington get up by, you know, double digits, and I kind of just kind of – you know, let it go. But then, you know, LBJ starts storming back in the fourth. And John Wall didn't play well, you know, down the end. You know, down the stretch, he was pretty terrible. Uh, made some bad plays. But, you know, but uh, hats was, off to LeBron. LeBron James, LeBron James took his team and swung the momentum. And then when the game got closer, yes, John Wall had a tough time. But LeBron's will is uh, – it's unlike anything we've seen – since the Kobe Bryant will, but what LeBron doing now, it, it, it's it's so much different. I mean, you know, fourteen more assists last night. See what's crazy? Literally running the floor like he's as as fresh as you know mid December. The fact that he can shoot the ball so well is really crazy. How much it's opened this game, and you know that was always a knock on him early on is his shooting ability. But now he's shooting. You know the ball so confidently, and it, it makes him really unguardable. You know he's you know pulling up from three, driving the lane, getting assists. Because now you got to respect that three point shot. So he's creating you know all kinds of problems for to the defense. He's really unguardable at this point. Where I mean, you know we we do lists all the time. I throw rankings questions at you and making picks. I mean, before LeBron entered the conversation, I'm curious. Who was your top five all-time player list before LeBron? It would go uh, Jordan at one, Kareem at two, Magic at three, uh, either Wilt at, Wilt at four. See, I didn't really get the chance to watch the big O. I mean, I didn't really get the chance to watch Wilt. I mean, I would put Shaq. And I would put Larry Bird. 
I don't really have, I have, a, I have a top 10. I don't really have a top five. Okay. Because a lot of these things are kind of inter- interchangeable. You, you got to put Big O up there. You got to put Weldon there. You got to put, who are some other greats? Uh, you got to put Bill Russell, you know, in there. Um, uh, who else? Was that nine? I lost count. <laughs> and then LeBron. LeBron's in the top 10. LeBron's in the top 10. But number well, one. I, absolutely. I, 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 only, but, but, now, but now, where is LeBron? LeBron now is, he's still got to get chips. I mean, stats are one thing. Like, LeBron's played a lot of minutes, so his stats going to be gaudy. You know, when you're the focal point of the offense, of course you're going to put up numbers. You know, so I'm not really sold on that. I'm looking more, at, you know, how, how he dominates. And he's definitely moving up the list. Uh, you know, right now I still put him behind, you know, Mike. I still put him behind Kobe. I still put him behind. I mean, they really don't. You have Kobe, so you're, today, Kobe Bryant is ahead of LeBron James on your all-time Yeah, list. just based on, he, yeah, just because he, he, he's won five chips. You're in this game to play basketball. I mean, to win, to win championships. And I think at the end of the day, LeBron, even though he's been to eight finals and they could be going to say all that, but as far as winning, you know, I put Kobe above him right now. And, you know, I'm kind of biased because I play with Kobe. Uh, but LeBron is definitely moving up the list. He's, he's top three right now. Because the guys, don't, they don't normally rank centers and guards. So that's why it's always Jordan. But people forget how dominant Kareem was. Kareem was cr- crazy. So it's hard for people not to say he's one of the top players of all time. Uh, and not in the conversation, the greatest of all time. But LeBron's moving up. You know, he's still got some time to, to go. I mean, I think when he's done, he's going to have 40,000 points. Uh, 10, 000, he's going to be top five in so many different categories. The conversation is going to be there. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's played a lot of minutes and a lot of basketball to, to get those numbers. He got to win chips. Okay. I like the value you put on winning. I, I, I'm, you know, I know, I know everyone out there is, is going to be waiting very anxiously from my list. They'll they'll get it eventually. Um, it's going to be full of Celtics, I'm assuming. <laughs> in the top ten of all time, you got Bill and Larry. That's all you mm, do yeah, two. I mean, two max. Two max. Yeah. You know, I mean, Pierce doesn't quite make the top ten of all time. No. Uh, <laughs> top fifty. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my head together. I'm gonna move on from Kyrie. We're gonna take a quick break. You're listening to Kareem and the Coach on Voice America Sports. We'll be right back. for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're tuned in to Kareem and the Coach. Want to add your voice to the conversation? Call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or drop a line via email to kareemandthecoach at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And we are back on Kareem and the coach. He is Kareem Rush. This is the coach, Eric Newman. Friday afternoon, trying to move on from the Kyrie injury. Kareem is ranking 30 players in this top 10 of all time. <laughs> and we are uh, and we're on the eve of what promises to be a, a really, really exciting playoff. Did, did you think I was crazy? At the end of February, when I said March Madness in the NBA would be on par with regular March Madness, or did you did you follow what I what I was what I was meaning? No, I mean it's been. I mean the last couple of years, it hasn't been as crazy, especially in the Western Conference. It's so bunched up, and you know towards the end of the season, it's never really been like this. Um, so yeah, I was I've been surprised by you know you know what was happening the last couple of weeks, but it's, it's it's fun for basketball because towards the end of the season, you know teams are kind of already solidified in the playoff spots. So they have it come down to you know. Positions can change, you know, game by game. And it was really exciting for basketball fans towards the end of the season right? and gearing up to playoff basketball, which, you know, obviously jumps up another level, you know. So it's, it's been fun to watch. So quickly before we welcome our guests, Kyrie Dunn, John Wall back. Where do the Wizards fall on your list of teams that could prevent LeBron from making the finals in the East? Are they one? Are they two? Are they three? Or are they not in the top three? Uh, I mean, they're probably two. I mean, I still give the tops to Toronto. Um, you know, I like what they're doing. Their bench is, is incredibly strong. You know, I'm thinking it's going to really rely on, you know, obviously they're going to lean on uh you know, Kyle and, and DeMar, you know, to be the leaders, but the bench has been so strong all year long. I think, you know, win those games, they don't have big games, the bench can come through and still, you know, lead them to victory. So that's been the biggest thing I've seen with them. Um, you know, I like the Sixers too. You know, when the B coming back, Ben Simmons is on another level. You know, he's a baby LeBron, uh, even more of a physical specimen. He's two inches taller than LeBron. Uh, you know, so, you know, the, the, the sky's the limit for that guy. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing what he does in the playoffs. So I will go Toronto one. Uh, mm, I'm not. I wouldn't put Washington at two because Wild is getting back. So they, they did play well last night. I would put sixes over them, and then you know Washington third. 
Interesting. Okay. Um, Philly, very exciting team, as we all know. If Embiid is back, they're going to make whatever their matchup is very interesting, very entertaining. Quickly about the Toronto bench. Agree with everything you said, but don't rotations get tighter in the playoffs and doesn't the game slow down? This is a young athletic bench. Do you think they'll be negated in any way from playoff-style basketball? Or do you think no, no. how everything works now in the NBA with the game opening up, you think we'll see some more pace? Do you think the bench will carry this into the postseason? I think it helps them, you know, being, you know, teams kind of, you know, squeeze, uh, shorten down the rotation because they're not confident in what the bench can do. But, you know, that bench has won them many games this year and, you know, been, a, you know, the focal point uh, and the strength of their team. So, you know, I think just even – you know, better for them that, you know, especially for Kyle and, and, and DeMar. They know they don't have to carry the entire load, you know. So I think having that, that bench to kind of lean on is, is going to do, do wonders for them. You know what? Let's ask Brandon Rush what he thinks. Brandon, welcome to the show. To start, what are you feeling about the Eastern Conference playoffs? And uh, also, thanks for finally joining us. Kareem really messed this up. With you, I got a lot of stats. Yeah, I got a lot of static, too, on the last couple. Brandon, you there? You there? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, cool. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining finally us. Got him. We finally got him on. Yeah, you got me. You got me. I was up here <laughs> about to take a little nap. <laughs> but I'm on. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for joining the show, bro. So, Eric, you know, laid off and said, you know, what do you think about, you know, the Eastern Conference? You know, we was talking about LeBron and. And, and Washington's game last night, uh, you know, LeBron's obviously having a great year. Uh, but yeah. who do you see being uh, the, the biggest competitor to them, you know, in the Eastern Conference final? You think, you know, a team can beat LeBron them uh, and extend to the finals? Um, I don't see a team, like, stopping him from going to another finals. Uh, I think he might have trouble with um, – it depends who they get in the first round. With the, who, who, who is the twin? Is it Miami and – if the Cavs finish third, they will see Miami, Washington, most likely as Milwaukee will finish seventh or eighth. So Miami or Washington will be uh, six, yeah. seven. And if they fall to four, uh, they could yeah, see either Indiana or Philadelphia, depending mm-hmm. on how it plays see, out. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't see Indiana giving them any troubles. But that Miami matchup could be a little bit tough for them. And I don't see um, Toronto beating them. So I, I, I see uh, LeBron is easily going to the finals again. Nine in a row for LBJ from B-Rush. Yeah, it'd be nine in a row. What do, you think about, uh, what do you think about Philly's chances with him B coming back? You know, obviously Ben Simmons has been, you know, on another tear, you know, the last 12 games, 12 in a row. Do you see them being, you know, a challenge, you know, down the line? No, or even, they, you know, make, making some noise in the playoffs? They just... They just non-experienced in the playoffs. I mean, playoff game is totally different than regular seasons. And uh, like I was talking about, like the, the roster shortened up, uh, guys playing big minutes, and they just they just very inexperienced right now. And I don't I don't see them beating LeBron in a seven game series. Hmm. So LeBron them back in the finals. You you got what about in, in the West? You think you think you think you think uh, I don't know the Rockets know. can get them. Uh, tough. It depends on what step, what time, when Steph comes back, and how he's uh, and what type of level he's on. Because uh, right now they they struggling right now defensively. Uh, I went to the game last night and checked them out. They got uh, they got ran over by the Pacers. Um, 
But yeah, the Rockets looking good. Uh, that's only two teams I see coming out the West right now: the Rockets and the Warriors. Uh, Portland, Portland's been playing really, really well the last couple of weeks. Uh, they can get some teams some type of trouble, but uh, mainly I just see uh, the Warriors or the Rockets coming out. Yeah, Port- Portland's been been on a on a real tear, and this yeah, is where they this is where they felt they belonged all along. You know, quickly since you've got so many unique experiences, share a little bit about how playoff basketball changes from regular season. Obviously, aside from the stakes, but what are some of the things that change as far as things on the floor and game planning goes? Um, I think is, I mean, you know your roster. Uh, you know the team you're facing, um, and you know they play. So we're gonna sort. They study every single play down to the key. We know the the signs, the the calls. Uh, and it's the game. Just I mean, it turns to a tense battle. Uh, I mean, any possession you can you can win or lose a game, and it's uh, that's when real players start to show up. Um, they show they say or show they worth and. Uh, and they do a pretty good job of doing that. When did you know, or, or what was that? What was that playoff moment where you were out on the floor? I'm curious. Like, what was the the aha, eye opening moment that this is so much bigger now? Because obviously, you, know, you played uh, was, a huge college games. But what was what was the playoff? What was the playoff turning point where you knew? Oh, uh, the playoff turning point when uh, it was the year that it was the year that we won it. Uh, that was a big eye opener. I mean, it was an amazing feeling and whatnot. Uh, but the next year we went back. That was an eye opener because we was up three uh, one. We had a chance to go back to back to be back to back champions, and we somehow uh, blew that and didn't walk away with that championship. So that was a real big eye opener for me. Um, experience in the, the playoff run. And from my, you know, from my archives of experience, you know, I felt the same thing in 2004 when we had that super team and, you know, all the expectations on us to go out there and, you know, win a championship. And, you know, we made it through and ended up meeting Detroit. And, you know, everybody had us picked to kind of beat them pretty easily. And, and they came out and actually kicked their ass, you know, in, in five and could have actually swept us, you know. So that was the first time I realized that, yo, this is, you know, this is, this is real serious. And, you know, the championship level is, you know, a whole different ballgame, you know, and I never made it back after that. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. What about you, Eric? You there? You lose Eric? Sorry, fellas. Connection fell off there for a second. We lost you there, player. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I'm back. I'm back. You know, um, Brendan, share a little bit about uh, what it was like before you got to the league, seeing, seeing Kareem you know, go from Missouri to the NBA, and what, what did you what did you take from his experience and you being around it and and apply to and and how did you apply that to your transition? It was time for you to go from from Kansas to the pros. I mean, this experience that that feeling when Kareem was able to uh, jump from college to the NBA, uh, I see how much how much time he put into the gym, uh, how hard he worked, and uh, what he dedicated to uh, is getting better every single year when he was in college. And, uh, I was able to spend some 
took time out there uh, in L.A. with him, and I've seen uh, the work, all the work that he's put in. I try to, try to uh, when I was coming into the league, I always try to go that type of go that type of route of just being a hard worker, uh, making sure uh, I'm doing everything that I can that I can do to be a better basketball player. He came. Yeah, him, 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 and Tim was running rampant down there. When, you know, when I was down in, in Mizzou, yeah, and there were some young boys. They got a chance to come down and see, you know, what it was to kind of, you know, first be, you know, college athlete. You know, Mizzou was, you know, fun place to be. You know, he got a chance to experience that. And then when I got to LA, you know, he's, he's able to come out there and, you know, you know, be in the workouts, get a chance to see, you know, how real pros work out and take care of their body. You know, so it was it was good to have him around and you know be that guiding force for him because I knew he was, you know, coming up the ranks and you know eventually was gonna you know, take his journey to the NBA. So it was good to, you know, to grow with him during that time. That's great. You guys, you guys have that bond. You know, Brandon, aside from, you know, Kareem, obviously your, your older brother and I'm sure many mentoring moments, who, who was the first guy that you played with in the NBA um, who kind of took you under his wing and wanted to, you know, share the experience and share the knowledge with you? I had a pretty good vet in uh, Danny Granger. He took me to the league. Uh, he showed me a little. Uh, I was always on. Uh, I spent a summer down in LA. We used to work out together all the time. Uh, but he definitely showed me what it, what it takes to be a professional athlete and uh, how do you keep 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 uh, getting more more years into this league. And um, I still look up to Danny. Uh, still my guy. The Grange. I got you. I played with the Grange for one year or two. Yeah. So Danny, a good dude. <laughs> Yeah. Heck of a player. Where is Danny now? Yeah, he's in. Um, he's in Phoenix. He's in Phoenix. He's uh, retired. Uh, he's doing uh, commentating. Uh, I'm mean, a TV analyst on um, what is it? What's out there? Pack Ten. Pack Ten. Think oh, so. so. He's doing college yeah. games. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, he does college games. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, Brandon, what are you? What are you? What are you up to aside from? Uh, Hanging with hanging with Big Bro and obviously I'm, I'm sure being around the gym and, and watching ball. What's what's the latest on your end? Uh, I'm just just working out, trying to just wait on that next call. Uh, hopefully, I got some things. I got a thing in the work right now. I hope that that comes to them. Uh, praying about that, but that's pretty much it. Just spending time with the family and uh, just working out. It's gonna be a busy summer for him, regardless of what we do. We're gonna get him back and get him right. And make sure next year he's definitely on the team before the year starts. So, yeah, hopefully that, you know, like you say, he got some things coming along. Hopefully that, you know, comes to fruition here in the next, you know, couple of days. Uh, but if not, then we're going to be in the gym all summer working, getting ready, and, you know, we're going to have our best foot forward ready for next year. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I hope that call comes. Last thing before we, we let you go and we go to break. Um, what is the Kareem Rush scouting report for his uh, big three season ahead? Oh shit! Hey, here's scouting report. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I haven't played. Get buckets. <laughs> yeah. Scouting report is get that, yeah. Get buckets. That's it. It's going. Man, I just saw today. I mean, Ray for Austin joined the the big the the big three pool. It's going to be so many dudes in this pool. So many former you know great players. Uh, it's only twenty spots to be uh, you know hundred guys competing. So I'm looking forward for the challenge. But I've been, I've been gearing up here for the last few months. You know, getting myself ready and. You know, go out there and you know do what I do. You know, play my game and you know kind of see where the chips fall. I mean, you're you're feeling good. I mean, you're taking you're taking pictures. Of, you're taking selfies in the mirror at the gym. You're obviously <laughs> feeling good. <laughs> feeling, feeling pretty good. Got you're feeling a, got pretty a, good. 
you know, lucky you, you don't, I mean, I ain't took my shirt off yet, so that let you know I'm really yeah. feeling good. When you, when you, when you hit the shirtless pick, then you know I'm feeling myself. All over this. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sure the, the sports world and our listening audience is very excited. Brandon, thanks for joining us today. Oh, You're listening you. to Kareem and the Coach. Keep an eye out for Brandon Rush and what his next move is. Kareem and the Coach on Voice America Sports. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog press pass if you love our hosts and shows check out articles that give an even deeper perspective plus topics about health and fitness movie reviews philosophy business tips and tactics spirituality positive thought current events and even more about your favorite host it's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move well, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Kareem and the Coach. Want to add your voice to the conversation? Call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or drop a line via email to kareemandthecoach at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Friday afternoon, Kareem and the coach, Kareem Rush, Eric Newman, talking hoops. Just had Kareem's brother, Brandon Rush, on, who is at home waiting for that call from hopefully a team that will contend for an NBA title. I'm not going to give anything else away, but that will be exciting if he uh, if he gets on a team that's uh, on a run to the conference finals or the finals, wouldn't it, my friend? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, bro's a great player, so... You know, he was he had a little stamp reporting this year, you know, a little ten day. And uh, you know, hopefully, you know, like I said, he get the call next week and you know, join the playoff squad and you know, enjoy another run in it. 
So we are one week away from the playoffs, which feels insane considering I've been dealing with uh, rain and snow and sub-40 degree weather in New York as we're in April. But I mean, same thing in Indiana. It got rains one day, then snows the next day. It's crazy. I wasn't talking about Indiana, though. I was talking about New York. But I'm staying where I am. I'm, I feel your pain. I mean, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I'm, I'm not in lovely LA enjoying the sunny. You mean weather it's not like 75? And, you mean it's no. not 75 and sunny in downtown no. Indy today? Sucks. Nice and yeah. gloomy, but it's good being with the fam now. That is good. That is good. So, so what, what are some of the fam activities you 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 guys usually do when you're, you know, coming out of the gym, need some downtime? What's 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 well, going today on? Today we today we had our ne- my my nephew, uh, Brandon's son, is seven. So we took him to the gym, get some shots. Got him a little tired. I shot with Brandon. And mostly, we just sit around the house and chill, watch a lot of TV. Uh, he got two young boys, seven and three. So we play a lot of, you know, hoops in the house, uh, a lot of video games. I play a little, little bit of Mario Kart. Oh, you know, boy. And, yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, so just fun things. Nice, nice. Yeah, my nephew's four, so we're not quite there yet, but he's, uh, he's a good time. My, my niece... Uh, doesn't understand most of my insanity yet, so she just is very polite and then likes to go draw. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it works. It works. Speaking of working, these these Western Conference teams from 4 through 10, they are it's working. Crazy. They are working, and this has become our weekly activity here, is looking at who's leapfrogging who, who's falling and what the remainder of the schedule is left. So you you ready to dig into this now? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. We got three okay. games left. So, okay. Like you said. So, so you're you're going to be my schedule guy. Yep. I'm going to be the matchup guy. All right. So you're ready to quick pivot on schedules as schedule. we have yet to stand. We have we have we have yet to staff up an official Kareem and the coach statistician. If you're interested in becoming the Kareem and coach statistician, email Kareem and the coach at gmail.com, and we'll get you some of those summer intern credits real quick. Yeah, now, that'll be great. That'll be great. First place, Houston Rockets. Yep. Second place, Golden State Warriors. Third place for the moment, and most likely, the 48-31 and 31 Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. We say, let's say those top three spots are solidified. I mean, it's still only three games yes. left with two to go, so it's tough. Yes. Yes. Now, Portland sits in front of Utah. Utah is 46 and 33. They have ascended all the way up to number four. You want to hear something crazy? What's that? Utah's record against the Western Conference is 32 and 17, mm-hmm. which is one game less than the Golden State Warriors. Yep. They are 27 and 13 at home, 19 and 20 on the road. They've won seven of the last 10. Their overall streak, I mean, the night they lost to the Celtics on the, in that crazy game, uh, what was it, a week and a half ago, they had won 23 of their last 27, just to show, mm-hmm. you, to show you what this surge has been like. Coach of the so year, Quinn they, Snyder. Uh, Quinn Snyder, Brad Stevens, Mike D'Antoni, Terry Stotts, it's a nice list. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to some awards choices a little later in the show. Portland sits, I'm sorry, Utah sits at four. Tied for fifth and sixth, Spurs and Thunder both sitting at 45 and 34. Mm-hmm. Somehow, Popovich and the Vets, and, and I guess, you know, some of the youth has blossomed as well. He's just mixing and matching at this point. 
and, and figuring out how to win games with uh, Kawhi obviously not coming back. So you could see Spurs Jazz in the first round. You mm-hmm. could see Jazz Thunder in the first round. You could see Trailblazers Thunder or Trailblazers Spurs. Those are your three, six, four, five combos. But sitting right there at seven and eight at 44-34 is the Pelicans at seven. Timberwolves at 44 and 35. And now the Nuggets have tied the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. At forty-four and thirty-five for the eight-nine, I, I, I don't, I don't know who's, I, I don't know where to begin here. A, well, we got a big game awesome. on Saturday. A, it's awesome, but B, I, I can't forecast what's going to happen. So, bring it. What do we got? I mean, we got big games uh, tonight. Who plays tonight? We got in the West. Denver is playing at the Lakers. You know, that's a must win for them. You know, to kind of keep going. But then the, tomorrow on Saturday, it's a big game. We got the the Nuggets versus the Clippers. Um, we got New Orleans versus Golden State. So it's a lot of games that, you know, Trail Portland versus San Antonio on, on Saturday. So it's going to be a lot of good basketball. Uh, you know, three games to go. It, it all comes down to who wants it more. You know, uh, that, that four to, through ten is going to be a tight bunch, but uh, it's going to be exciting down the stretch to kind of see, you know, how it all plays out. I'm not giving any predictions. You know, I just want to see good basketball and kind of see who, uh, who comes out on top. May the cream rise to the top. You're always shying away from predictions. Which is fine. Which is yeah, fine. I'm not a prediction guy. I like Which to is fine. throw so, the ball out and go ball out. So on Saturday, you have f- four basketball games between all between Western Conference playoff teams. Nuggets, Clippers, yep. Thunder Rockets, Pelicans, yep. Warriors, Blazers, Spurs. The, 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 whoever, whoever works on this schedule, hats off to you. Um, and then you've got oh, no, a thr- no. you've got you know a thrilling Nets Bulls game and a Bucks Knicks game. Obviously, the Bucks are battling to uh, not be the eighth seed, but we know they're in the playoffs. So, with the schedule looking as it is in the West, with the standings they are the way they are right now, what do you think are the most intriguing matchups in the first round? What, what would they be? Who, who would you want to see facing the Rockets? I know my answer. Who would you want to see facing the Rockets in the eighth spot? I would love to see uh, Minnesota. I like, to, like I want to see Carl Anthony Towns, uh, you know, with Jimmy coming back, uh, defensive-minded guy. I think that would be an interesting series. I mean, I like Denver as well. They're a very exciting young team. I, I watched them last night. Um, I like, you know, Jamal Murray. I like Barton. I love the Joker. I love what they're doing over there. And obviously, you know, I have my boy Josh, you know, on the team. So I want to see them do well. But I think Minnesota's going to sneak in there. Um, that'd be a good matchup for Houston. Uh, the 4-5 could be good, you know, between Utah and San Antonio. You know, L.A. has done a crazy job keeping them afloat and, and getting them in the fifth position. You know, uh, Murray's been playing well, uh, slow-mo. So those guys have, you know, found a way to, you know, still be relevant and, and still be a playoff team, you know, even without Kawhi, you know. so Love slow-mo. Love yeah, that slow mo. Yeah, yeah slow mo. I, I watched well, a highlight of him the other day. It's probably the slowest fast break I've ever seen, but he, he got a layup. Uh, but yeah, like I said, four or five matches are always good. Um, the Portland, the three six could be good. It'd be, be exciting. Uh, depends on how bad that that little injury is. I know he's supposed to play, you know, towards the end, but they're playing really well, and you know, it's always good to see you know Russ play in playoffs, and you know how that how they kind of figure out and, and that threesome. You know, Miller hasn't been playing very well in you know, the last couple of weeks, so. Uh, it'd be interesting to see, you know, you know how that first round goes. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's, it's bad. It's, it's real hard to watch. I mean, I've never been a, uh, never, never been a fan stemming from the Knicks experiment. Uh, 
And um, I thought that he'd be able to figure it out with these it's, guys. And it's hard. It's hard being when you don't you get know, the touches, you know, especially you coming from a you know, situation his whole entire career. He's been he's been a primary focus. So now yeah. he's kind of understanding. But what did you say earlier in the show? What's it all about? Getting buckets. No, about winning. What? Yeah, that's about winning. About winning. And I just, I just, I don't understand. And I mean, I, I, I gotta say, I mean, Billy Donovan did a heck of a job last season. And then, you know, they, they, they bring in Mello and George this year. And obviously you've got to have star players that, that fit well together. This could have gone either way. I, I give Donovan some credit for keeping it afloat because I'm sure there were some very, very tough moments um regarding the thunder this season but i you know i i'd like to see i'd really like to see thunder warriors in the first round i i i, I really would but pelicans warriors is obviously a lot of fun too with, yeah. with anthony davis and rondo and holiday uh you know f- facing the dubs and if curry's not back which he's not going to be for the first round the way they match up specific teams mainly those two is interesting jimmy butler back for a t-wolves rocket series would be a lot of fun to watch mm-hmm. and uh you know U- utah and portland which would be a great matchup if they faced each other which they won't um you know it, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of pace utah will be able to play with if they're going against a team like the Spurs, who have been there before, nice mix of veterans and youth. Obviously, Utah uh, is is going to have a bunch of playoff first timers there. But uh, your guys done a hell of a job, and they're they're a lot of fun to watch. So, they really are. They're a great team. Hang with us. We're going to uh, keep talking playoffs. We're going to force Kareem to make some postseason awards predictions. I can do that. And uh, we'll be back. Real quick, Kareem and the coach, Voice America Sports, stick with us. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. We're talking big game adventures this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. While most seasons are still months away, that doesn't mean we can't start preparing for our fall pursuits right now. Joining us is Jenna Waller, host of Skullbound TV, Derek Ratliff, president and founder of Horizon Firearms, plus Tom and Nick of Become One. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You're tuned in to Kareem and the Coach. Want to add your voice to the conversation? Call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or drop a line via email to kareemandthecoach at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Kareem and the Coach. Friday afternoon, fourth quarter of the show. Good one so far. I'm, I'm working my way out of this. It, it, it's still it's still coming and going in waves. It's it's like this, as our boy Matt likes to say. It's like this. It's like this mental malaise, and you just after all the build up and all the hype and watching so many games and this team finding ways to win. Now they've got to go into the playoffs knowing Kyrie is out. I just. I'm not you got to accept it, brother. I'm not Move there on. Yet. He's got to accept it. I'm not it there in. yet. So, speaking of speaking of, of moving on and moving to new things, you have a huge week ahead. So Big before week. we before we put you on the spot for some uh, NBA awards and official uh, final week postseason uh, seating predictions. Um, you've got the Big Three tryout coming up this week. How's training going, and and where's your mind at? Uh, training's been going well. You know, I've been kind of pushing for this for the last two months. You know, getting myself in shape. Uh, been yeah, the big days on the 11th. We got uh, got we got 100 guys, a lot of well-known guys that you know people you know know and know well and had you know 10-year NBA careers. They're, they're competing for you know 20 spots for the Big Three. So the league is growing, popularity's growing. The season kicks off on the 22nd. So like I said, the combine's on the 11th, and we're having the draft on the 12th. So by next show, we know you know if I made the Big Three again. And when any, I make it, any 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 predictions? Anybody predictions. you really want to? Anybody you really want to match up against in the tryout? You know, come on. Just, just, I mean, you're, I you're very conservative today. Very. I know. I'm trying to see. Like we got. I just saw a little little tab. They got Ray for Austin is joining. You know, Birdman's joining. Strohmouth Swift, Amari Stoudemire, Drew Gooden, Ben Davis, Nate Robinson. Swift. Stroh, That's the a name show. I haven't heard in a while. The Stroh Show. Throw it up. I wonder if he still got bounced. Because if he do, oh wow, this could he could be a monster in the victory. Jason Max Seal. So it should Jason be interesting. Jason Max Seal. Wow. Yes. Yes. So uh Ben Big Baby Davis is in there. You know, so oh, it's boy. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hell of a tryout. Uh you know, like I said, I, I was honored to be, you know, one of the founding fathers last year to play in it. So I'm looking forward to the challenge of, you know, making a squad and going out there and compete. Uh 
You know, nobody, you know, I mean, like you I know said. What we sh- you know what we should have done? We should have pitched them on a, on a behind-the-scenes of you going through the tryout. That still can be done. I can film all that myself this week. How are you going to film when you're playing? I mean, I got, yeah, I had somebody film when I'm not playing, but just the whole process of showing up to the gym, talking to the guys, guys getting ready, kind of seeing the, the ambiance and the trials. If, if, if you can stack that content and upload it to me, I will, uh, I will, I will figure out the formula and turn it into something real, real nice. Bet. Done. Great. I got, a, I got a nice iPhone. I got one of those time stamp, 360 camera. Five fifty PM Eastern Time, Friday, April sixth. You have agreed to a behind the scenes slash tryout content piece co produced by Inu Films and Eric Newman, and I will get it done. Done. Done and done. Awesome. Make sure Stro Mile is in the piece. Stro Show would be in that for sure. I want to I got to throw up his old Stro Show, a little hand gestures. Remember, you should dunk and throw that little bird yeah. thing up you should do? Absolutely. So, yeah, we're going to get that on you tape. Got to get you talking with as many of your former peers as possible. Get some gold, get some nice visuals. We'll soundtrack it. So this will be good. This'll I'm on good. it. We'll go over the formatting. Um, so. End of the season is coming. As great as LeBron James has been, we don't. Uh, I don't think he will uh, swoop in and, and steal the MVP. But this is not about my thoughts right now. This is about you. So what I need from you, what the audience craves, is the Kareem Rush 2018 NBA Awards. Uh, yep. Next, now just just so you know and everyone knows, I will have custom categories. Next week. Love it. This week, we'll stick the with standards. the standards. So right now, I need MVP, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, Most Improved, and then we'll talk all NBA afterwards. So MVP, okay. hands down, James Harden. You can't take that away from him. Hands Regardless down. of how well LeBron's played in the last two months, uh, you can't take it away from James and what he's done. He's been a runner-up the last couple of years. Definitely his award you know, to, uh, to win. Uh, I think he deserves it. Uh, I think that's going. It's going to be close to. And I mean, now that LeBron's making a steamroll, he's making all these these comments and all that stuff. He might w- get some first place votes, but I think if you'd asked me a month ago, it, it would have been almost unanimous that James was going to get it. But you know, LeBron's making some noise towards the end. It might still a couple first place votes, but it's still going to be pretty lopsided. James winning. This is how good Harden's been. LeBron is playing on a superhuman level. It's arguably the best ball he's ever played. It's arguably his best year of his career, and. He's pretty much a long shot to be the MVP because of how brilliant James Harden has been all season. It's it's yeah. been a historic year for him. It's been a heck of a journey to the top. I was also thinking uh, yesterday when I was I was just doing my NBA brainstorming. Think about LeBron James ranking his top five seasons, right? Whatever they are of his career. Then think about how many incredible seasons that would be the greatest season for all time for almost anybody, or even in the top five for him. Yeah, that's how many ridiculous campaigns he's had. So um, you can't he's you good. can't you he's can't good. argue with Harden. Yeah, LeBron. Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. He's okay. He's okay. okay. Rookie of the year. Rookie uh, of the year. Ben Simmons. Uh, I know the way he, they won twelve straight. I know Donovan's doing equally a great job over in, in Utah and. You know, if I was going to be 
I was I would say Cole, but you're making me choose. I'm, I'm gonna go with Ben. Uh, you know the triple doubles he's doing. You know he's only gonna get better. And once the guy learns how to shoot, oh my God, he's gonna be he's gonna be a real problem. So I give it to Ben. I wouldn't have a problem with a co. I wouldn't have a problem with that either. I would I would not have a problem with with a co on this. And and you know when was the last time was that ninety six was that Grant and and JK were the last co. Yeah, it was 95. 95, 95. 95, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was, that was a heck of a combo. Yeah, 96 um, with the Cobe draft and the Iverson draft and Ray Allen. That amazing class. But yeah, 95 was the last time. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't have I, I was just that. glancing. I was just glancing because, you know, Jason Tatum will likely finish third in Rookie of the Year. I was just glancing at his numbers. and uh, I would say... First team all rookie would be Ben, Donovan, Kuz, Tatum, and probably Marketing from Chicago. That's a nice team. Yeah. I think those guys definitely stood out all year long. Marketing is is solid. Some talent. Yeah, solid. Some special talent. Um, Tatum's done a heck of a job keeping the team afloat. Tonight, actually, he will miss his first game of the season oh, wow. uh, because now they are resting guys as he has been playing a lot of minutes and um, handling a lot of the ball handling responsibility and scoring responsibility with all their injuries. And this is a nice natural segue to coach of the year, which I need you to pick quickly because Quinn Snyder, Quinn Snyder, I got my bias going with Quinn and most approved player. Uh, I, I think Odipo has it hands down, but I also wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't hate. Uh, I think, Sarek. I think Ol- yeah. Oh, Saric has been great. And, yeah. and you know, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, what Saric does in the playoffs. I, I think he's I think he was off a lot of people's radar. I was watching Saric film when I was uh, producing draft content and NBA content and, and Bleacher Report because that was one of the drafts that he was in. And I was watching this guy's footage and I was like, if he ever comes to the NBA and plays with Philly, He's going to be a really, really good player, and he's yeah. he's he's proved he's proved me right, and I know you've been high on him for a while as well. So, I mean, Snyder and Stevens is really close. Stotts is in the conversation, um, but it's it's great having this next crop of guys come up and prove they're they're terrific coaches. So, um, as we always talk about, the league is in great shape. Kareem Rush is in great shape. I'm going to hang in there. And uh, It'll be okay. you know, if Marcus Smart comes back, then uh, the sun gets a light brighter, a light brighter for uh, myself and 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 the still mighty Boston Celtics, who will wait another <laughs> season to return to championship glory. That sounded terrific. He's Kareem Rush. I'm the coach, Eric Newman. If you're listening live, we appreciate it. If you're listening on the old delay, enjoy. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great weekend. We'll be back next week. Kareem and the coach, Voice America Sports. We out. We out. And that's a wrap for today. Be sure to listen to Kareem and the coach every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports channel. Keep your head in the game and have a great weekend. We'll see you back here next week for more Kareem and the Coach.